This week on the Coastal News Podcast, family drama at the Stewarts, murderer finally caught, and fallout from cheating reveal. Hello, this is Coastal News, an unofficial Home and Away podcast where we dissect the latest week's episodes and discuss the happenings and residents of our favourite fictional town, Summer Bay. We've not really spoke much about Kieran since his return for a couple of episodes, so definitely want to cover it this week, particularly as um, his and the Stuart sort of family drama um, covered quite a lot of the episodes uh, this week on Channel 5. So, um, as we know, Alpha and Martha, they're away, they're in Marimbula at the moment, out of sight, and um, Kieran's picked his moment, he's back in the bay, um, and obviously he's managed to as we know, convince, for want of a better word, Rue that um, he's really making a good go of his recovery at the moment. Um, we saw him a week or so ago um, with his his struggle to get a sponsor, and I thought that was going to be, oh, God, same old Kieran at that point, because um, he'd lied to the police, hadn't he, about getting a sponsor, um, and obviously that was part of his bail conditions or something. So... Um, I was a bit concerned about him just coming back to Bay like a car crash again. But he does seem to have, um, you know, uh, displaying all the right things, saying the right things at the very least. And, and his recovery, he's, you know, he's gone to the counselling, he's managed to get sponsor. He seemed to really make a good go of it. He, he, that pushiness that he had last time he was around is still there, isn't it? When he tried to get that job again at the gym with Tane and... Um, I think that's part of his personality trait and it was a little uncomfortable. Um, I'm actually, um, you know, it, it, it sort of showed the gossip side of the baby because obviously Tane finds out from Irene and all the rest of it that, you know, Jasmine doesn't really like him. Jasmine's not even there at the minute. She's at the hospital. So he isn't there to sort of say, don't hire him. You know, he let her down last time. Um, so regardless of his his battle, um he doesn't deserve that job back just purely because he let Jasmine down, in my opinion. Um, and he doesn't get it, Tane, you know, says, look, you know, it's not really happening. I've, I've heard things, um, which was a bit awkward. And I did feel a bit for Kira at that point because he is really giving it a good go. Isn't Rue supporting him really nicely as well? Rue, Rue's really giving him a good second chance. And Maz has mentioned it a couple of times. Everyone deserves a second chance, right? And if he's willing to put the work in, it's not going to be an easy road. Um, but if he's willing to give it a go, then we've got to we've got to give him a go ourselves. And I think that was a re- that's a really nice attitude to have, actually. Of course, everybody is tiptoeing around Alf <laughs> and what Alf's going to do, what Alf's reaction is going to be. There was a comment in one of the episodes this week from. Um, um, Rue actually who said you know my dad can be quite intimidating and she's absolutely bang on definitely and I don't think I in Kieran's shoes would be rushing to have that conversation with Alf um, but Alf's back and he, you know he's, he knows he's a, he's a got wind of um, the visitor in the bay while he's been away so he's come back on his own and um, he's not happy is he I think he says to Rue at that sort of showdown between Rue and Alf which was a great watch um, he said you know I want him out of my house I want him out of the caravan park and I want him out of the bay and she just turns around to him and says you do not own Summer Bay <laughs> I just thought that was great because um, 
you know, he sort of does, but he doesn't. <laughs> you know, he does rule the roost, though. Um, but, you know, she wears him down eventually and agrees. He agrees to, to meet him. And then that's when, obviously, things don't tend to go too well. Kieran doesn't turn up. And um, a bit disappointed at that point because he ends up in salt buying a bottle of scotch. Is this was something else because obviously um, Max served him and there was a bit of a funny look when he asked for the scotch but is she aware of his alcoholism the extent of it in his recovery um, I can't remember someone let me know because uh, you know I thought she could have just said no I'm not serving you and then tech through or something that would I think that would be what I would do if I knew about it so I'm wondering I can't remember whether she's actually aware of it of his of his illness i'm not sure but she serves him and he ends up with this bottle thank gosh Ryder sees him with it in the alleyway of chloe sees him should i say and sort of sort of says to him you know and, and talks him down and in the end you know doesn't end up doesn't end up taking you know drinking anything as as of yet and i think but he did come close and i think you know, he's going to have a lot of these moments, isn't he? Um, Rue, Rue sort of says to him, you know, you you don't need that. And she's pointing at this bottle of scotch in the brown paper bag like they do in soaps. Um, so, yeah, really difficult story. I think Kieran, I, I actually really like Kieran as a character. So I think there's a lot to him. And I think his, if he's sticking around, which I'd love to see, his battle with this um, and with himself is going to be one to watch. Um, I'm really looking, I really want to see now how he gets in back into the family, how's Martha going to react because she's oblivious at the minute and obviously the last time he was around it was all very, very heated between them two. Um, and is Alf going to come round? I suspect he will do because he's a big softy inside. Um, you know, really, but you know, there's all these questions, and um, I'm, it's unfolding in a nice way. Um, I think it's really nice that he has, you know, and he must remember he's got Rue and Marilyn on his side to a degree. He's got Ryder now. Ryder was a bit sort of not sure about this and how Grumps would react, wasn't he? When he when he Rue agreed to take him in um, when he first come back, but I think now Ryder spent some time with him. Those scenes where Ryder spent spent the day with him, sort of making sure he didn't drink. <laughs> um, they were nice scenes, and, and we had nice Ryder's back, I think. Um, um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see where this goes, and hopefully his recovery, as I say, is going to be tough, but it is going to be a recovery. Um, and um, I hope he gets back into the fold with the stewards, because that would be nice. <laughs> Okay, so, and the other sort of main big story this week, so, the reveal of the real murderer of Susan McAllister, which has been bubbling away for weeks, and as predicted in previous weeks, and the uh, the Suspects episode, my top suspect, Dodgy Steve-O, it was him all along. It was an obvious one towards the end. You know, when this first started, you know, there was a lot of people with a lot of motive, but he was the only one, wasn't he, that was, um, you know, stirring the pot and 
trying to get Justin framed. Um, you know, the other suspects were just like, what is all this about? He was the only one. And he's he grew a lot closer to Leah than I would have liked, to be honest. I thought that was going to go somewhere. I know they had this near-miss kiss thing a few weeks back. And I thought, oh. And she was, she was confiding and trusting in him way too much. He was convincing her, Leah, that her partner of I don't know how long now was a murderer and she actually believed it I found that really really frustrating that she wouldn't that, that she would just believe that and I don't I don't know I mean he's been violent and he's been you know really unpredictable of late and and maybe all that could build up and sort of start to that together with you know Stephen in your ear could probably start to build up to be something it's not I guess in your mind um but I don't know I just couldn't comprehend why why she she would just believe that about your own partner I was trying to put myself in her shoes and I don't think I would <laughs> I'd be like give over you know um he's a lot of things but he's not a murderer and I know she said something along those lines but then she did she did believe it and I, I just thought that was absolutely insane you know what about you did you think that because you know I just didn't find that right. I guess it says a lot about Leah. She keeps finding herself in these situations. She's very naive and she's very easily led astray. I was saying this to somebody during the week. She's very easily led. You know, she finds herself in these situations constantly with bad blokes, you know, kidnapped and held against her will and God knows what. You know, you know, she's way too trusting and she never seems to learn from her mistakes and her experience does she let's face it so she finds she finds herself sort of ostracized from the morgans and she's she's in this sort of web of lies with Stephen at the motel and discovers Susie's laptop Susie's phone she sees all the oh, well the burner phone should I say no speaking of the phone you know that's that so because the, the phone was bothering me you know how that phone that was planted and and how how it got from the side of the road being crushed by Susie to in Justin's car still really is a bit of a mystery, um, even now. But um, but yeah, you know she finds it. She puts you know she, she the realization that she's actually in a motel room with a murderer. It's him all along. She's been played for a fool again, um, and she's got to get out of there. That awkward moment. She's trying to eat that cheese sandwich. It was quite funny. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Very, very um, dramatic end to what has been quite a, a long bubbling story. Um, obviously, there's that getaway. Steve tried to get away. PC plod, oh, as we're calling, calling her the, um, the detective, the weird detective. Finally, you know, after some text message that John shows. I mean, you know, this, this investigator was not good. Not a good detective, was she at all? Lee, I mean, they left the bumming clues, you know, the investigation board out in the police station for Tory and everybody to read. Absolutely ridiculous, but there we go. We've managed to get a solution. Stephen tried to get away. Cash does this big run scene, which we'd like to see. Um, catches him and gets him arrested. And I'm really, really really unsatisfied and disappointed with the explanation we've got about what happened between Susie leaving the bay and turning up in the water because 
you know, it, we had this sort of conversation between Leah and Stephen about, you know, it was all an accident, you know, I came to the bay and she was leaving and I happened to see her. And, you know, I, I want some flashbacks. I want to see what the relationship was between Susie and Stephen. I want all that. I want to see Stephen get interviewed by Amy and then the flashbacks and the uh, filling all that them gaps we've got those questions we've all got about what went on with Susie after she left the bay and before she was back in the bay dead <laughs> so uh, this if that is the only explanation we're getting I'm really really disappointed with it if um if, if if it's coming and it's going to come out at some point, which I hope it is, I can't wait for it because I, I do feel like I need that, need that to be feeling satisfied about this story that we've invested so much in. So hopefully it's coming and if it's not, it was a bit of an anticlimax if you ask me. What do you think? And... The other big thing, hopefully this model thing's draw to a close now. Um, Nink has finally done the right thing. He's manned up and he's told Bella and her face was, you know, she absolutely, you know, she was distraught, weren't she? And I can't believe he would do this to her, etc, etc. And, and her reaction was expected. I expected her to react the way she did. Um, she's not been quite as Bella as I thought, which was actually more enjoyable. Because <laughs> um, you know what she can be like. Um, and when she saw, she saw, because she did, there was that scene when she came off the beach and she confronted Sienna because Sienna was there. And I thought, you know, you know, and it was all out and realised, Sienna realised it was all out in the open. And I thought, there was one thing missing from that scene and that was Bella giving Sienna a slap. I think that would have made that really good. Uh, but there we go. We don't condone violence, of course. But I know I'd have slapped her. Um, and, um, you know, the, the, there's then the subsequent fallout. You know, Dean wasn't as Dean either, you know, as as, he, as, as I thought he would be. Um, I think Tane's handled it quite well, actually. I think he's he, he made him see sense and made him realise he had to do the right thing of his own back. Um, I think if it had gone on much longer, Tane would have had to have told somebody something. And I think, you know, we've spoken about Tane and how much of a decent bloke he is before, you know, he, he, he convinced Nick he needed to do the right thing. So that was, it, it was good in the end that he did that. I tell you what has really shocked me. Um, I don't know if it's, has it shocked me? I don't know. It's something that's really you're not, you know, the person's reaction who wasn't great was Chloe. Her defence of Neek, whilst, yeah, you can defend him, you know, absolutely, family and all that, um, and, um, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna be more sympathetic to his manipulation, you know, as, as a family member, but you also, at the same time, you do know right from wrong, and I think her defence of him wasn't the same as like Tane and Ari's, for example, who were saying, look, the guy was really led right up the garden path by this Sienna. But, you know, yeah, you know, he has done wrong. He did it was his decision at the end of the day. But, you know, just know that he's feeling it as much as she is and, you know, and he's been an idiot and he knows it type thing. Whereas Chloe was just like you know, her defence of him was just 
making her really more, really, really, really unlikable, even more so than before. Regular listeners will know I'm not her biggest fan. And, um, you know, it, it, she just, every time something happens, she just makes herself more and more unlikable. And I just, I, I'm never going to get there with her, I'm, I fear now, because, you know, normally I give them time to settle in and I see people grow on me, but I just don't think I'm ever going to get there with Chloe, especially now after this. Um, and her, she, she, she saw her ass with Ryder. And I'm thinking, isn't Ryder and Bella were such close friends before any of you lot turned up? You know, the bloke's cheated on her. If he, if he, he wouldn't be a true person, true friend, if he didn't sort of confide, you know, comfort Bella. You know what I mean? Like, don't get yourselves in the middle. It's none of your business, love. Don't get yourself into it. Leave them to it, you know? And she's just constantly putting herself in everyone's business. So I wasn't happy at that at all. Then she just does this weird thing at Salt with Mac and she calls her a train wreck. Um, which, you know, as Max admitted herself, was true. So, um, yeah, and it, it ended up resulting in this weird truce and apology. Um, so, you know, there's a bit of closure going on between that feud at Salt and Max seems to be, um, getting herself back to herself as well. But, um, but yeah, Chloe, not, not having it, keep out of Neek's business. I think if Neek heard the way she was defending him he would probably call her out on it himself because he's 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 you know he knows the way to conduct himself better than chloe i think um yeah neat would neat would just put her in a place and say look you know i, I did what at the end of the day what i did was wrong and he you know and like everybody else is saying she's just unreasonable beyond beyond words <laughs> And Max got this, um, this sort of turning point, hasn't she, this week. Um, she's back to work. She's getting on really well with Ryder, which I'm loving to watch, loving watching. She's had this, like I just said, this this closure with Chloe on their feud. Um, and she attempts with Ziggy again to, to sort of square that circle. And um, Ziggy agrees to the drink, but she's having none of it, is she? And I think Ziggy's starting to look a little bit unreasonable herself now. I think Ziggy um, needs to appreciate she was in that bad place. Yes, she crapped on Tane, um, but I think that <laughs> that Mac and Tane are a drama waiting to happen, if you ask me. Um, and I don't think Ziggy... And Tane are as strong as I would like them to be. I do really like them as a couple. I do really like them together. But I don't think that's they're as strong as as makes out by the looks of things. She's snapping at him, you know, she she really overreacts about the Neek and Neek and Bella news and the Sienna news. Um and um uh, you know, she's becoming a bit tantrumy and a bit just annoying. You know, she's got a problem with everything at the minute Ziggy what's going on with her um you know she doesn't have to be back besties and roommates with Mac now she just needs to say look it's changed things now forever with between me and you I don't want to hate you just stay away from me and Tane as much as you can and we'll be civil and that's that's all she needs to do and and I think that would I think Mac would accept that you know, I think she realises she's got a lot of work to go there to get anything remotely similar or any kind of um, friendship back with Mac. 
um, sorry, with Ziggy. So, you know, I think Max willing to put the work in. I think she knows that's what she's got to do. But she's just getting the door slammed in her face all the time. And I think Ziggy, Ziggy needs to, need, she needs to chill out a bit. And she needs to be more, she, historic, you know, more forgiving. You know, she normally is historically. She's normally a bit more willing. And I think, you know, is this the last straw for her? Is this just to cause a problem with her and Tane? Because I think if Tane now, as we've seen, has agreed to be friendly with, with Mac... It's not going to go down well with Ziggy all the time if she's seeing them together and she's seeing them say morning and all the rest of it. Such a small town. It's not going to go down well at all. And I don't think huh, it's going to cause problems between Ziggy and Tani. I'm seeing it now. Crystal ball. Right, that brings us to the end of the Coastal News podcast this week. Please like, follow, subscribe, whatever you need to do to be notified of future episodes. New episodes every weekend after the week's airings of Home and Away on Channel 5. Also catch us during the week for episode discussion and reaction on Twitter and Instagram at Coastal News Pod. Can't wait for next week. Thank you for listening. I will see you then. Bye-bye.